I'm not gonna touch his knob. Fine, I'll touch his knob. Welcome to Games Overboard. I'm PJ. I'm Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so I never know if I'm going to keep these cold opens or not. <laughs> that one's got to be a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> this week's episode, guys, we've covered something that PJ has had in his uh, library for... Quite a bit. <laughs> Your mic was off. The you completely, you dick. <laughs> I don't know why the mic was off. Who turned my mic off? I don't know. Dicks. <laughs> Somebody's trying to censor you. Oh my god. One person carried those mics over. It was PJ. Did you turn me off? I mean, I expected you oh, to turn me on, yeah. but... Uh, God. That's my job! Gotta leave the con Okay, anyway. Uh, we played something that PJ had in his... Are you ready? Ready? Arsenal. Okay, are you happy? Ar- yeah, I love you too. Um, for a while here, it's uh, Aliens, Another Glorious Day in the Core. Yes, a cooperative survival game designed by. Really? Name's not on the box. I don't know. Check the bottom. Come on, be proud of your work, designer. Or not. Or not. Maybe it was by Twentieth Century Fox. It's a Gale Force Nine game. Oh, that makes sense. They usually do IP-based games. Okay. They did uh, Firefly and. Uh, you know, as much as I like the Firefly game, I, I think this one has a lot better quality. Yeah. Andrew Hot. It might be Hout. H-A-U-G-H-T. Hout. Okay. I think it's hot, though. Like, haughty. Like, hot, hot? <sighs> God damn it, PJ. I'm just saying, that's how yeah, I think sure. it's Yeah, sure, yeah, that's... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get your mind out of the gutter. My God. All right, let's just jump into it here. So right. Aliens, Another Glorious Day in the Core, follows the first half of the second Aliens movie. No, second Alien film. Alien film. Aliens. Aliens, yes, directed by uh, James Cameron. Cameron. Uh, I love this movie. This is one of my favorite movies. It's a fantastic time. movie. Oh, my gosh. I actually remember watching this first uh, as a kid before I ever watched the original Alien. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I never saw the original Alien until probably college, actually. Really? I saw Alien 3, like, when it hit VHS. I'm so sorry you had to watch that one. Yeah, I think that was actually my first Alien movie. Really? I remember and I saw Aliens, and I'm like, this is the only Alien movie I need to see. <laughs> so I never... I got the toys, and I read the comics that came with the toys. Did you ever... So, but I never actually saw Alien... So when when we were in college, that's when they did the what was that twenty fifth anniversary? I think that's or probably when I like that. when I saw it. Did you see that in theaters? No. I wanted to and I didn't. Yeah. I really really wanted to. That first movie was incredible. So uh, this board game, uh, like we said, follows the first half of Aliens. Um. We were successful, at least in the first part of the mission. Mm-hmm. Gorman was not. Well, I mean, I think it's funny that we kind of went... <laughs> we we kind of followed... Very true to the movie there. We did, we did. Well, not not very true. I mean, we lost Gorman, but Vasquez, who you played as, survived. Yeah, yeah. And Gorman and Vasquez, you know, go out like a boss in the, you know, ventilation oh, shaft with, an, with one of the pulse rifle grenades. Yep. You know... So the first mission that we play, we we only did the first mission today, but the uh, it's finding Newt and getting out. They come mostly at night, mostly. Okay, salad fingers. <laughs> <laughs> 
You don't remember that line? No, I remember that line, but it's not like that. The right? salad fingers said that line. I like it when red water comes out. <laughs> I like rusty spoons. <laughs> Jeremy, what are you doing here? Um, <laughs> Hubert Cumberdale. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so how the game plays? You uh, control all the characters. Like you have one hero character that you control. And then that person, depending on their rank, can control, like, others. Other characters, yes. Uh, so, I was Vasquez. And I was Hicks. Yes. And you being Hicks, you could control two other... Two other characters. NPCs, let's that's, just call them. Yeah, basically. The game calls are. them grunts. Right. And so your character card has, like, a hero side and a grunt side. So, uh, you know, you just flip them to the uh, proper side. To the appropriate side, side. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you have, like, a speed, you have an aim... Which is the number you have to hit to kill an alien, uh, and mm-hmm. then you have like some other stats in there too, like a tech roll, which is how you barricade doors and use computers. By the way, a barricade is very useful in these games. Um, Not so much for us, but because <laughs> the aliens are like, yeah, just get out of it. Yeah, so you know what? Get that uh, trash out of here. Get get this tin foil. It's tin foil. I'm sure for other people who have luck with their roles. Oh yeah. Well, so okay. <laughs> it would be a great thing. The the thing that's really interesting about how this game plays is uh, you, you play it with a was it uh, a D10, mm-hmm. and you also have what is it D6, right? Yep. Okay, so your D6, which we 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 played this wrong, but when we finally figured it out, it didn't matter because we were in the thick of of the action. Yep. Um. You don't see the aliens at first. Now, and I love this. Yeah. So your first setup for your first mission just says uh, take a random motion tracker blip and put yeah, them, two blips. You put two, two blips, blips in this one spot on the board, right? Randomly, and whatever it is is what it is. Yeah. Now, when they're moving, you roll that d6, and that's going to determine how far those blips move towards you during the alien turn, so the second phase of the game. This is after the player phase has already gone. You've done all your things, your movements, your action, uh, you know, setting up a barricade, maybe hunkering down to take aim, which gives your aim a boost. Yeah. Um, All that fun stuff. And then when they are discovered on your motion tracker... When you have a line of sight on them. That's when you learn how many aliens there are. Exactly. And you could get lucky and it could be one. Or what was the most we had? Uh, Four? Four. Yeah. Uh, And you get these little tokens uh, that count as your aliens. And then the last one, instead of a token, it is a a miniature. Beautifully crafted alien miniature. And these things look awesome the tail is nice and long and and spiky and you told me you had to put these together right yep that's a pain in the butt because they are small mm-hmm. uh and they look <clears throat> very fragile <laughs> yeah the um each arm each leg the tail the head and the chest piece is two pieces oh jeez. so it's a lot to one just assemble the, one like is the dorsal fins at least come together or so it's left pieces? side and right side okay it, so it just like comes together like right down the okay down the middle okay that's not too horrible but it could be a lot better it's still what that's one two three four five six that's seven, seven eight now eight because the tail yeah yeah eight pieces to assemble an alien and then the base right pain in the butt and there are like 16 aliens right and <laughs> they look awesome just waiting in the wings to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put on the I rearrange them because because you build them, you can like put their arms in different spots and you know put the ta- you know arrange the tail in different ways and things like that. So yeah, I, it's pretty cool. You can pose them. Yeah, so I had them in all all in different poses and stuff like that. That's cool. And what about what about the uh, the Marines? They had to be assembled too, but they all have the same exact poses. You can't. Re- they're not as oh, easily yeah. modified. But they them you had to put their arms together and. Put the, glue them into the bases and things like that. Okay, so uh, set up all around when you try to play this game straight out of the box is a little... Yeah, you need super glue, 100%. <laughs> you are going to need some kind of uh, um, something to hold the models together because uh, they won't stay together on their own. Like, 
to put the tails on the aliens, I used clips, like alligator clips. Okay. Attached to, because I have, like, because I paint, I have, like, you know, this little magnifying glass with, like, clips. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like a soldering iron type helping hands thing. Yeah. And uh, I had to hold them together that way. Oh, geez, that's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Uh, and doesn't say anywhere on the box that you need any of that stuff. Of course. And being a... If you were a war gamer, then you're used to it. But as a board gamer, you don't expect that. And that's right. a huge, huge knock against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I can see how that's a big turnoff. Yeah, especially when I know they can make those things uh, without having to construct them you know like i've seen cthulhu death may die and and other minis from other companies and i know that they didn't have to do this (laughs) right right um but the pieces themselves when they are together they look great they do uh the cards that you get are really good quality um you have two types of cards here you get your what they call um, the endurance deck. The endurance deck, which is anything from extra weapons that you may pick up on your journey to event cards. Mm-hmm. And it's also like a timer mm-hmm. for right. the campaign. Because, uh, like, as you as I you, say, use... I wouldn't call it a timer. I'd call it more of like an ammo counter. Ammo counter, but it isn't a timer because if it ever runs out, you lose. Right, it's like if you're completely out of ammo, you're done. Yeah. In so, situation. Uh, and it carries over from mission to mission, which right, is really Right, so you cool. really have to be careful, and you only get to go through the deck twice. Yep. And then you have another, which is your motion tracker deck, and that tells you what's going on with the aliens. After you've cleared out a section, you've cleared out all the aliens, it'll tell you if the aliens are coming back, if they spawn in a new location... Uh, out of one one of four respawn points that you place on the map, um, it just it gives you an idea of what you're going to face in your next turn, your next round of turns. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that you get is great quality. They even have a little turn counter here, which is cool because it's it's got the very um, aliens esque aesthetic you know you, you've got your gunmetal gray it looks like a steel background with your your hazard you know um yellow and black painting yeah. on the side and uh it goes up to six turns i don't know what happens after six turns we didn't well we actually forgot to keep track <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we just lose do you lose after six turns i don't know i hope not <clears throat> well i think it- you never lose for us I think, well, it could depend on the mission, too. Right. Uh, like, for um, us, the turn counter only really mattered because for the first two turns, oh, right. um, you didn't draw motion tracker. Well, no, it was clips. the first three turns. After your third turn, that's when everything That's when started. you started to draw yeah. cards. Whoops. And then you got this cool little, <laughs> if anybody's familiar first with player the, token. the Aliens Lawyer first player token is the bug stomper uh, logo here with the bald eagle with the M41A pulse rifle. Yep. <laughs> Which is really neat. And so, yeah, let's let's dig deep into the components here. Right, and then um, on top of all of that, each character and each player gets their... Um, Ammo counter, or their, their aim counter. Their aim counter, which looks like, you know, the, the pulse rifle's ammo counter here, and it mm-hmm. goes from 1 to 10... And that's how accurate you're going to be with your shots. Yep. Now, what's really interesting about this is when you when you um, go to attack. Usually, when we think of games like this, you go, "Oh, that's your attack. Your attack is, let's say, oh, I had a seven was my aim." So normally, you think, "Oh, I have to get seven or above." Mm-hmm. Well, this one's different. You have to get that number. Or below. If you get above it, you've missed. And every time you shoot, that number drops. That That's aim right. dial goes down a number. So now your aim's getting worse, and you really have to hope and pray you get the low, yep. the low rolls, which is something you don't really want. Uh, you know, in most games, you don't want the low mm-hmm. roll. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool, and it's the same way for your defense and for your yeah. Your every roll, every roll is always trying to get a low. Yeah, but trying to get lower than it. Um, 
but the uh, the map here is really sturdy cardboard. Um, double sided. Double sided. There was I had a gripe with the board itself. It's a great looking map. It's very sturdy uh, cardboard. It, it doesn't look like something you could damage easily unless you're really yeah, that's out for of sure. Way. <laughs> you you would have to deliberately attack. Yeah, it. Yeah, you'd have to deliberately bend it or, or puncture it. Um, but I wish the damn thing had like would snap together. Because yeah, when you're moving, something. sometimes this board just kind of slips and Give slides. Give it jigsaw puzzle pieces yeah, to exactly. interlock. And I, it doesn't have that, <clears throat> and I hate it because you have corridors here that you have to line up. And I'm a little OCD when it comes to all of our games that are like this. I always try to get them to touch and look right. Mm -hmm. Me too. And this one kept slipping, and it kept pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh <laughs> I get why they did it, because you can make random maps for bug hunts. And that's cool, and that's something that we really didn't get into that I would like to try <laughs> next time. Because mm -hmm. um, I, I just think it's a, you know, we missed a piece here. Uh, I think it's just a really fun concept. Yeah. Basically, uh, an almost survival-esque type game on a board game. Yeah. Just going to put this um, in the box here. I mean, the, the artwork on this looks awesome. Yeah, I really like it. It keeps true to the feel of the movie for sure. It, you know, everything's in like that digital numbering system that you yeah. see on an analog clock or counter. Yeah, the, 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 it's it's or got not the, analog digital clock. It's got that '80s um, futuristic look that you'd see with James Cameron films and uh, just just films of you know the mm -hmm. '80s and, and '90s. The cards have pictures 90s. of. Like motion tracker screens on them, the blips look like actual radar blips moving around the map. Yeah, that's and so you cool. don't you like you just see this blip coming at you, and you don't know how many aliens are in that blip. And, and you know the thing the, the the thing that would make this better is if it came with a recording of those blips. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they move, like I just hear the sound Boop. in my head. Boop. Oh, it's so cool. Um. So what didn't work for us? Yeah, what did work, what didn't work is our next topic here. I have a lot that <laughs> I know <laughs> didn't you did. work. Um, I, 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 I have can so already, many bones to pick with this I game. I can already tell you right now <laughs> that um, the the instruction manual, it leaves a lot to be desired. I mean, I understand why they did it. It's easy to look up individual things. Oh, yeah. You know, like, step one, reset aim dial. It's like a little square right here. I'm like easy to spot and find but in terms of learning how to play the game there's no flow to it right and they don't they give you examples of like hey if you do this this you know here's an example this this and this but it doesn't give you like a a step by step this is what happens next this is how the game is played yeah and uh, like uh you know it's like it's like equip endurance cards to uh to your characters i'm like how the heck do you get the cards? And I'm looking th all over the place for this book, and then Dan's like, hey, give it to me. And he, <laughs> he looked, and I still don't really know how you get endurance cards unless your character has an ability to draw an endurance card. Like my character did. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's just a lot of weird, finicky things in this game that could probably cleared up, be cleared up a lot by this rule book. If it was cleaned up. Yeah. And that's a shame because uh, you can see they, they put some attention, uh, you know, to the way it looks. It looks pretty. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of really cool graphics on it. You know, they use a lot of stills from the, the movies and great artwork. Mm -hmm. And they set up how you use things really well, but they don't explain how it's used in the way of gameplay yeah. very yeah. well. And so, like, in terms of finickiness, too, there's just the whole, like, when an alien attacks someone, anyone with line of sight and is two spaces away from that person can, like, help fight off the alien. But then on your turn to fight an alien, distance from the alien doesn't matter. Right, it's all line of sight. So there's this weird disconnect between, like, shooting at an alien, why... You know, like, why does distance matter for one thing and not for the other? Right. Uh, 
And then there's just like remembering to exhaust cards whenever you do some actions, but not all actions, mm -hmm. uh, requires you exhausting cards. So there's just weird rules or like <clears throat> you can, one option you can do is take aim and like someone just like stands guard and increases their aim dial by one, which is really cool. And then it has to reset. After that, next, yeah, at the beginning of the next, which because uh, it feels so wasted, then you know, right. like I, I would definitely house rule this. We're like, that just remains that carries over to the next round, right? As long as your character is stationary, <clears throat> yeah. And that's another thing, like maybe that's how it was meant to be, and the rule book just do doesn't, doesn't say that, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> e expand because this rule book it. is not specific in so many things that we just have to be like, well, I think it means this. Right now, um, and that's a shame because if the if the instructions were a little more clear, it we wouldn't have struggled so much in the beginning. Once we got into it and the aliens started pouring out of the woodwork, mm -hmm. it was fun. Yeah, this I is still a, felt like we weren't doing it right though. Probably the, not. This is like that Godfather game. Oh yeah, all over again. Where yeah, I'm like, exactly. I feel like something's Something, missing. Well, what we were missing for the Godfather game was other people. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this one, um, it's just pure and simple, a lack of clear instruction. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then my other big gripe, which we already talked about, is building these minis, because it's a mess. Even because I, I talk to other people on Facebook, and they're like, yeah, I put Warhammer characters, like build Warhammer armies for fun. I don't know who thinks this is fun. Uh, cause I did this and wanted to just melt all the pieces down into one goo of plastic and just throw them out. Oh, and say but, it's the queen alien. Uh, the fight. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> they all said like, you know, like I do this for fun and these things are hard to put together. I mean, and you know, you're trying to market this to people who are not used to this, you know, like right. I've never put minis together before and now I never want to do it again. And there's a, <laughs> There's another box, a whole other box this size, um, which goes through the second half of the movie, which comes with more minis and oh, the queen oh. and you know the the excavate exosuit exosuit yep and you know like you have to build all those. I'm like I I refuse. Oh, sorry, power loader, power power loader. loader that's what it is. Yep. Yeah. Like I do not want to spend money on it to go through that experience again. I mean, honestly, this is something that... <laughs> Even if I fell in love with this game, I would not buy the second half because I because don't want to go through that again. I mean, this looks like something that you could easily 3D print and cut out all of that. Like, just 3D print it, waste the time and waste the filament, and it would probably be more enjoyable than putting these together. Yeah, yeah. And, like, there are other alien games that made alien models, and they look pretty good. Which games are these? I must find There's them. one called The Fate of the Nostromo, which Ooh. is at Target. Uh, what? Yeah, so there's that one. Uh, now, that those minis don't look as good as these. Okay. Um, but st it still looks pretty darn good, you know? And, like, and obviously the technology out there is good enough to make minis that look this good that you don't have to put together because Simon does it all the time for their games. Right. <laughs> right. So I like, I, I don't understand why these are the way they are. And like for the humans, these are obviously like you could, they aren't that detailed. No, these, the human models could easily have been just singular models. Right, they could have been made out of wood. I mean, Betrayal at House on the Hill has, and people make fun of those models. Like, they're they're <laughs> they're no more detailed than these models are. Right, and they're pre-painted. They're all in one piece. You don't have to put them together. Uh, and like because you don't have to put them together, I actually had put two characters on the wrong base. <laughs> <laughs> super glued them down so i had to use like clippers you know from our 3d printers like uh, those yeah, clippers yeah. to snip them off the bases you and know, glue them back on if you again. have an extra pair of those i really need one because mine snapped the first day i bought the damn thing i do actually <laughs> i'll get them to you clippers snapped immediately when i used them <laughs> it's ridiculous 
Um, <clears throat> so those are my big issues. Are the rule book is horrible. The mini experience, like putting those minis together, was the worst. And that's a shame because uh, of all of of all of the things that we've thrown in here as as cons that you know would really turn you off from playing the game. It it is fun. It is. And when you're playing it. It could be a lot more fun. It could be a lot better. But there are a lot of issues that clearly weren't thought out. No, yeah, yeah. Um, when they did this. I mean, I'm sure they did extensive playtesting and everything to get this out on the market. But I don't think they really paid attention to the normal consumer coming in going, Yeah, that, I love Aliens. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play this game and see this and go, Crap. And I know it sat on yourself for the longest time because you told me I, I put everything together. I played, tried to play it once and I got frustrated and put it away. Yeah. And I was like, man, I really want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about playing this game for like two years now. Yes. Uh, and that's something that um, in our interview with Jamie Stegmeyer that he said was like, blind playtesting is so important uh, just to have random people read your book and try to play the game. Right. And yeah. I wonder how much of this was blind playtesting versus someone who helped make the game teach it to someone, others around the table, so he could explain exactly how, how it works. Yeah, how to move, how to go So there's no turn. misconceptions, you know. Right, exactly. I would love to know how this game was developed because um, I I can't imagine there was a lot of blind playtesting for this. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I by just, the, just don't by the way the, see it happening. Just by the way the... Um, rule booklet is set up i don't think so the one thing that is really nice about the book is something that i see with a lot of these games like even our uh, our deck builders our mm-hmm. legendary deck builders of alien and predator um they've got a nice little step-by-step this is how you move you know this is how the the game's supposed to go yeah you do your phase you do xyz second phase the alien phase xyz yeah end game xyz do a new round uh, which is really neat because it's like, cool, okay, if I don't have my little card in front of me that tells me the exact same thing, I can just look at the back and go, up. Oh, that's what mm-hmm. we'll do next. Um, and the weird thing is this book has it, but there's something about it that is just vague enough <laughs> that it oh, doesn't yeah. work. And I don't, like, because it has everything you just said. It has the flow of the game. I'm looking at it right here. It has the flow of the game and how every turn should work. But I still don't, still don't quite, quite get, get it. it. And I think that's the, the more minutia of the the steps in between. Yeah, yeah. You know, I draw this card. Well, how the hell can I use this card? When can I draw that card? When mm-hmm. can I put it into my own, uh, you know, my own bank to use? When can I put it in my hand? Here's a really good example, actually. So... On your turn, you can do two actions. And they can be move, attack, barricade, aim, interact, uh, do uh, do an action on a card, or rest. Uh, Now, uh, at the end of your round, or like your turn, Mm -hmm. you go through a couple other phases after you do those two actions. And then uh, after a lot of those, before you end your turn, you can activate grunts. Now it says here, after a hero character activates, they can activate grunt characters. The number of grunts they can activate is based on the rank, shown at the top of their card. That's it. So it's like, does the grunt do two actions like you do? Do they do one? Yeah, I get it. So, like, that's how vague this book is. That one little paragraph is a perfect example of how the whole book is. 28 pages of it and it like it's it's a lot of that you know that kind of guesswork of i guess they do two actions yeah i guess (laughs) i guess we played it right yeah Uh, and that's a shame because this is a game i really really want to like and for all intents and purposes like when you get into the flow of it and start house ruling things, which we did a lot of. Yeah, we, we ended up you know, doing like, that. Yeah, the grunts do two actions. Okay, so now we know what to do here. You know, once right. we once we came to that decision, that that 
uh, phase moved very quickly. Right. But we had to do that for every single phase. And there are seven steps to one character's turn. Right. And then it was my turn. And we had to resolve all that again, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. And then, and then the aliens activated, and it's like, oh, God, now we have to now figure have out. To figure out how to do this. But once we <clears throat> got through that and worked through all of that finickiness, mm. like, that's just the word of the day for me. Uh, <laughs> that's when the game started to really show what it was, you know, yeah. what it wanted to be. Yeah, and once you doctor it to make it, Ooh, that's a good word for it. Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to, to make it more palatable to you or to us, mm-hmm. um, then it's fun. Yeah. It's playable. It's fun. We understand what we're doing. We can now uh, strategize on how to best get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd really like to go online and just watch a playthrough and be like, did we do this right? Yeah. Or did we royally fuck right? this up? Yeah. Either way, I think I think we had fun after we got through all of that. <laughs> I remember when I first bought it, I watched three or so playthroughs. Like one was Angry Joe. He actually did one too. Oh, uh, did he? And uh, I'm gonna have to watch him. Um, but then I sat down at the table, opened it all up, got the rule book out, and I made the mistake of reading the rule book because that took everything I had just seen and washed it out of my brain and i only had the garbage in this book left and so i'm like i forget everything about what i just saw i just have this information which is horrible and so i just sat there at a table staring at this board wondering what the heck i'm supposed to do next (laughs) yeah and you know i i I can't even just blame this game completely because i'm not gonna lie to you when you got me the uh the alien deck builder Mm -hmm. i felt the same exact way like, yeah. I really mm-hmm. had to stop. Yeah. Like, that's why I brought it to you. I was like, I haven't played it yet. Yeah. I broke some things down. Like, let's play it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after we played, I was like, oh. Oh, that, that's how we did it with Predator. Okay. Yep. And I was like, oh, this makes more sense now. Yeah. I can play this. Um, and that's a shame because I think that these should these types of games should be more laid out. I wouldn't mind... If this rule book was uh, a novel or even like thicker, yeah, at least twice as thick. Yeah, I was gonna say forty pages because would be, then would be I, good. I'd, I'd look at it and go, "Oh man, that's a lot of crap." But we'd be able to go through and go, "Oh, oh, that's what they mean." Mm-hmm. Oh, here's an example of that. Okay, holy friggin' crap! <laughs> Thank you, Angie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we get an idea of how to actually run everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've kind of exhausted that. <laughs> so what works? What works? We talked a lot about what didn't work. What does work in this game? Okay, the mechanics. What we've already talked about them are completely... They're ass-backwards from everything else we've played. <laughs> yep. Uh, the aim system, the attack system with your aim, is cool because we're dealing with guns. Yeah. You're dealing with a gun. And stress, you know? Yeah. So it makes sense that the more you're shooting this gun... The less your aim is going to be. That's right. Um, and I do like some of these cards, uh, some of your weapons. Of course, you get the classic pulse rifle, you know, the the iconic mm-hmm. weapon from this movie, which, by the way, you know what that's made out of, right? The Thompson, right? Yeah, it was it's made out Thompson. of a Thompson submachine gun, and then the bottom for the, for the grenade launcher was a Spaz-12. Love it. That's just so awesome for me. Uh, I I love the gun. But you get these iconic weapons, you get the pistol, you get the the pump-action shotgun as a sidearm if you want. You get the flamethrower. And, of course, if you have the pulse rifle, instead of putting yourself with a pistol or something, you can give yourself grenades. Mm -hmm. So you can use that as your secondary, which is really neat. So... Going into all of the technical lore that's in this film alone, you, you got it. Of course, you played with the smart rifle or the smart the smart gun. Yep. Which in the video games is one of my favorite weapons to oh, use. Oh, so cool! So fun. Um, and the way that that counter works, it's so simple. It's an analog thing. Uh, you shoot. You you hit. 
great. Uh, you still lose one aim. You miss, great. You still lose one aim. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And you just keep counting down until you're you're done. Yep. Until you miss or until all the aliens in your line of sight are gone. Yep. So that's really cool. The line of sight I really like. I think that is a really, really cool concept of being able to be, like I said, you're dealing with guns. You don't have to go, oh, I'm five spaces away. I can shoot this thing. How big is five spaces then? (laughs) If that's the maximum you can shoot. Yeah. You know? Because we're talking about a bullet that's traveling 1,500 plus feet per second, Mm -hmm. you know? So these are going to go a distance before they drop. And the fact that as long as you can, as long as your line of sight for your character is there with the target, shoot it. Yeah. Um, Those are the things that work for me. I like the miniatures. I wish they would have been easier for you to put together. I wish they'd be a little more detailed when it comes to your your marine characters, but having them here is still good. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would have been okay with just the tokens because even the tokens look great. Yeah, I do like I, I like I like the cardboard stuff more than the plastic stuff. I think because well, you didn't have to put those together as nearly as no, yeah, I had <laughs> to put those together too, well, but did, no, but it wasn't nearly as intensive. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it has that '80s style to it so much more. Oh yeah, you know than just these mini. Well, I just. Have bias against the minis. Uh, well, so, I, I understand. But, I mean, they would even be fine if they were meeples, honestly. Yeah, the, I mean, the game would still work regardless of what kind of components they are. Right. I do. I, my favorite thing about this game, uh, I have two of them. One is the blips. And oh just, yeah. You know these blips coming at you, and you have no idea what they are until they enter your line of sight. That, that is so cool. I think that's fantastic. And uh, the idea that this endurance deck carries over from mission to mission. So, the you know, the farther into the story you get, the more tired and run down your guys are getting. Right, and the less ammo you have, the yeah. less equipment you have. Um, so I think that is just really cool. That is pretty cool stuff. I, I really want to go and see a couple more actual how-to videos, playthrough videos, mm-hmm. to see if we did this right, see what we did wrong. Um Again, this is a game I I really, 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 really want to like and really want to recommend. I can't. I can't, I can't recommend it. I can't. I think this is the first time ever. Yeah. I said in an earlier review, I forget which one it was, but I'm like, when we get to this one, like, I don't know what it's <laughs> It might be our first <laughs> negative review. It, 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 here's the thing, though. As, as many if you negative- can find it for, like, 20 bucks... Maybe twenty five bucks. I'd, I'd spend twenty five dollars on this if you can find it used. Yeah, pick it up, <laughs> pre built. Yeah, <laughs> pre assembled. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you if you can find it at a pretty steep discount, but I don't know if that's going to happen because last I heard, it's out of print. Like they're not they they're not coming back to this game. They, really? Yeah. Uh, oh. So, th- I my guess is if anything, prices are just going to. Go up. Go up. Uh, you know, I think this would be something that would be really cool to see as a um, as a homebrew kit. I, I could really see this map being made with a 3D printer, um, you know, a 3D version of it. Mm-hmm. I could see all of the pieces here being printed as one solid 3D printed piece, you know, per, per, uh, per piece. Yeah. The only thing that I say you would really lose is the cards and the ammo counters. Or, or yeah. uh, uh, aim counters, really. Oh, hey, look at this. What's that? They actually, it looks like, uh, so I went on Amazon right here. Mm-hmm. No, you have to assemble these too. <laughs> you can buy more <laughs> aliens, like just a box of aliens. Oh, that's going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. And you have to, like, assemble them. That's just, a, a, you know an expansion you can do, but Amazon does have the game for 55 bucks. Hmm. So it is is something you can still find. Yep. And the expansion is on there for 57 bucks. Get away from her. You bitch is the second. (laughs) That's the second box. 
Nice. Uh, that's like probably the most iconic line from that film. Oh, absolutely. Not yeah. my favorite, though. My, my f- but here are those minis. Holy crap. So, I mean, they're cool and all, but like, again, it's something you're trying you can, to assemble those. Honestly, I think you'd be better off just 3D printing them or even like hiring somebody to 3D print them for you. Yeah, right. With a resin printer. Our, yeah, our printers oh. aren't good at minis, so you'd need Well, to... I mean, they... I didn't have a problem with mine, if I could get it to work again. Yeah. My first prints weren't so bad. I haven't successfully been able to make a mini on my printers. Then again, my printer is also bigger and... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, fun... Uh, what, what, what were uh, any favorite moments... From this game. We had one good stand up and shout moment. We did. We did. Um <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it's it's gonna be the worst thing that happened to us was Gorman dying. That mm-hmm. was my favorite part. <laughs> yep, that was pretty great. The barricade breaks down. <laughs> Ripley couldn't make the shot. Yep. Gorman no one could make making the, the shot. shot. Gorman got taken out. <laughs> Not as epic in, as it as it was in the film, but it, well deserved because even in the game he's a sucky character. <laughs> he was terrible. He he has, um, I mean, just like in the movie, he's useless. He's really useless. Uh, he has very little aim, no technical abilities. His defense sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody was gonna go, I'm glad it was him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We could have been more movie accurate. We could have taken you out too with the hey, you know, the little grenade. But uh, yeah, it's uh, all right. Uh, my favorite part of the evening was definitely when your character killed four aliens in one go. Oh, that was that so, was uh, amazing. Uh, so we talked about the the rapid fire, um, and I was able to get a rapid fire, and I kept just I kept rolling low. Uh, the first yeah. one it matched what I had, which was a seven. And it just kept going down. I had like a three, and then a two, and a one, and it was yeah, perfect. Just, just, just kept knocking those aliens out. I didn't have to get my NPC to do anything. I just I was able to do it all myself. Yep, <laughs> cleared the way for the rest of us. It's pretty much. <laughs> um, man, I really like. I, uh, I want to be able to recommend this game, but I, I can't. Right, I can't. not at the price that's at fifty five dollars. Not at the price and not the hassle it is to put everything together. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I just can't. Let's let's see where how much else, if I can find it cheaper anywhere else. 95 for both of them on Etsy. Oh, no, wait, that's just an insert. Never mind. <laughs> that's something else is that the, the, the insert in this box, there isn't one. Which means that you just have these alien minis loose, and one of my tails snapped off. Oh yeah, yeah. We actually we actually put him out of uh, commission. Yeah, alien can't run around without a tail, you know. Yeah. So that is another just really frustrating thing about this game is that they make these really fragile minis, and then all of a sudden, you know, mm-hmm. they break in the box because they didn't think of a way to like put everything together, protect them. Yeah. That's a shame. That is a shame. It's on. It's on eBay for forty. That's a little better. Meh. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I want to play this by myself, I'll just borrow your copy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How about straight from Gale Force Nine's website? Website. Let's see here. Is it not for sale? Oh. I don't think it's for sale. I don't see it anywhere on their site. Mm. Not for you. Yeah, right. I mean, they, they said they were going to discontinue it, so I think it. I think that happened. I wonder if it got bad reviews. Probably. I mean, you mean like this one. Like this. Yeah, thing. like this one. That's right, Angie. <laughs> I know Angry Joe was not happy with it. Either. Ah, he he gave it. it. He gave it. He's like, it just doesn't feel like aliens. Uh, see, I disagree with him. I was going to say, I disagree with that because that really did feel like Aliens when we finally got in the swing of it. Exactly. That, yeah, I think that's the key thing is he may not have, you know, like he, they may not have find, found that groove because it did. By the end of it, it definitely did. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you know, the aliens start coming out, at, like, you know, swarming. And we're just like, we got to get out of here. We just got to get much. out of here right now. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't open a grate and see him, like, crawling on the ceiling. Um has one of my favorite moments in that film. 
Yeah, it's so that creepy. is. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that's that's all I have. I, you know, I think this is something this. that uh, I would like to try again with. Now that we have the knowledge that we have on it. Yeah. And again, like I said, I, I still want to go and find out to see if we played it right or if we screwed it up mm-hmm, or how mm-hmm. we can play it the way it's supposed to be played yep. f- with full comprehension of the rules. Yeah. But I would also like to play this with maybe another person or, you know, two more people besides just you and me okay. and see how that would play out. Yeah. Because when it's you and me, we can go, ah, you and I think a lot alike when it comes to tactical things and we're almost always on the same page mm-hmm. or get on the same page rather quickly mm-hmm. and with with maybe one or two more people with us it would be really cool to hear another perspective of, well why don't we do this and or split up and let's go do this we're like oh hey that's a great idea now we're not bunched together we can spread out more keep our line of sights open and all that yeah, fun stuff yeah um, so I think this is something that would be worth revisiting. I don't think we'd do another review on it because we could do like uh, maybe like a one year later type thing. You know, uh, we come back maybe. to it. We just have to remember. <laughs> yeah. May- yeah. Maybe this is something we come back to. Um, but I don't see it anytime soon. Yeah. If I if I'm gonna do a strategical skirmish type game like this uh i would play star wars imperial assault which has better line of sight rules Mm. more interesting gameplay uh maybe we'll do that one next time yeah i haven't played that how many times have you played that one already quite a bit all right you yeah now i need to i really need to get into this next Mm -hmm. one i haven't played a multiplayer though all right this is gonna be fun so we (laughs) yeah so we'll have to figure out if we're gonna do a co-op because there's a co-op option where you play against the app that's pretty cool. Uh, I like those. Or there's, you know, one person versus runs everybody. the Empire versus everyone else. Who's oh, the kind rebels. of like Rebels or Rebellion. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, Rebellion is a... Is a yeah. It's more like... Uh, anyway. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a game that you've played where it's like, but... Because like, it's like Catacombs or the original Mansions of Madness where one person controls all the monsters. Oh, that... Okay. And yeah. everyone else is, you know, just right. one character. Right, you know, right, right. But it's very much like, you know, like almost like D&D. Uh, okay. Except the person who's running the Imperial side of it, they are trying to win. Well, of course. Well, <laughs> because yeah. they have their own experience that they're trying to level up. Right. So That's cool. We'll have to, we'll have to try that. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. Uh, that, that is Aliens Another Glorious Day in the Core. Final verdict? It's not so glorious. Yeah. Yeah. No. I would not want to be a bug stumper. Not not this time. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. I mean, well, come on. Let's be honest. If we ever had to face that, I would shit my pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Hudson. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't imagine. Like, if I, I actually had a dream about aliens. Uh,. It's like three days ago, probably. In anticipation for this? What? No, it was before I suggest. It was the reason why I suggested that we play it, actually. I had a dream that um, I was in a room with someone, and the ch- and like they had all just been like chest bursted. Oh, jeez, dude. Yeah, and I and uh, in my head, I'm thinking to myself like, I gotta get out of here. I'm like, wait, I'm actually kind of more safe now because. The face hugger is gone. Like, so it's <laughs> just a chest. Logic. It's just a chest burster right now, and that's it. That's all. The longer the dream was, was that like five seconds of like someone near me just died, and me going, "I gotta get." Oh wait, and <laughs> <laughs> so it was a weird dream. It was really weird, but anyways, <laughs> that's a thing you know now. That's something I know now. All right. <laughs> You're so, welcome, Angie. So you, you try to use logic <laughs> in your dreams. I like that. Yep. I, I do that, but it usually comes later when it's like, wait a second. Because <laughs> my dreams, I haven't had these in a long time, but it's always like, oh, man, I forgot. I forgot to study. 
oh crap, uh-huh, uh-huh. I gotta do this. And then have like near the end, I go, what? The? I'm a thirty-something-year-old man with a fucking job, <laughs> a car payment. Why am I caring about this? <laughs> Literally every time before we had uh, performed in a play, the night before, I had a dream that I would show up not ready. Uh, the the last time I, I had one just like last year when we didn't even have a play to do but like I, I walk in for play rehearsal and there's a full crowd in the audience and everyone's like you ready? I'm like no my costume's at home <laughs> and, and they're, they're like we start in five minutes I'm like I'm not in, on till page 15 so uh, I'll be right back <laughs> See, I have, when I have those theater dreams, I have dreams. It's always the night before performance I have one of those. For me, it, for me, I have a theater dream when I haven't done any acting in a while, and my mind is going crazy, mm-hmm. uh, and my dreams usually consist of, I'm already on the stage, we're already halfway through the play, or like in the play, and I'm going, shit, what's my line? I don't remember doing any of this. I don't remember rehearsing anything. I've had those dreams. What yeah. the hell is my line? Fuck it. Improv. Well, like the last one I just told you uh, before we started this was I had a dream that we did the a play of the Ghostbusters. Yep. And I was Peter Venkman, Bill Murray's character, and a lot of my stuff was just, what the hell was that? Yep. <laughs> and ad-libbing the whole thing. Holy freaking crap. Holy freaking crap. It was weird. It was a weird dream. I, I woke up at the door and was like, Oh God! I need to get back into. I need to get back into acting. I need to start. I need another project. <laughs> like, <laughs> We've gotten off track again. Way we off do this track. a lot. That's all right. Ah, uh, aliens! Another glorious day in the core. Not as glorious as anybody would hope, which is a big shame. But maybe we'll revisit it. Maybe we'll properly learn how to play it. And. Maybe our two. I wouldn't mind giving it another shot. Uh, We'll try it again, but as of now, as of today, our verdict is: don't buy it. Yeah, yeah. Get get a better tactical skirmish game. Absolutely, buy a Star Wars game. Yeah. So (laughs) that'll do it for this week, everyone. Uh, Be sure to um, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook, and uh, just. Send us an email if there's a game you'd like to hear about or if you have any insights on any of the games we've talked about already. We'd love to hear what you think about our reviews. Absolutely. And if you agree, disagree, why, why not? Uh, We'd love to have your input. Yeah. All right, so that'll do it for this week. Take care, everyone. Have a good week. Bye.